You're listening to the Feel Better Show, brought to you by Lazy Dads. Um, 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 da-da-da-dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. This is where I start to have fun. Tomb Raider. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the most feel better, and today I am joined by someone across the pond um, who has taken me out and got me royally drunk. Very kind of him to do that. Uh, he's one half of the Lazy Dads podcast. Today I am fortunate to have Derek on the podcast. Derek, please, a quick little introduction. Well, Phil, I'm from Ireland. I like to go to pubs. I like to bring people to pubs. I I was so nervous about doing this because uh, I generally don't watch movies for my podcast, despite being a podcast about movies. So uh, you really put me in the pressure now to... To find this movie and then watch it, but I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I see that your co-host uh, Joe was not too happy uh, with me getting <laughs> you to watch a, a movie after you were supposed to watch movies for your podcast. Yeah, um, he was a little uh, miffed to say the least, and but it's understandable. He's a grumpy old man, so uh, exactly. It's fine. Yeah. And he didn't stay out late and drink with us when I was over in Ireland. No, like he, was, you, so. he was responsible and went to work. Yeah, was a, you went to work too? Oh, oh yeah, uh, I, I, I turned up. That's, just, you that's, turned just, up. <laughs> that's all that was important. Your body yeah. was physically there. That, you're at work. You get paid. That's exactly. how it works. Yeah. But yeah, so Derek was kind enough when I was over in Ireland during my month reprieve to show, uh, show me and my um, Liana around and show us some great pubs and uh, give us great knowledge. Um, of pubs where Joe was giving us the knowledge of Ireland, pretty much. Yeah. Um, they they have a tour company starting soon. Um, it's going to be the Lazy Dads tour. Yeah. Joe will give you history. Derek will give you the best pubs to drink in, and I highly suggest you take his advice. All the pubs he took us to were amazing. Yeah. And the next time you come back, I have about 50 more I can bring you to. Excellent. Uh, my liver will be rested hopefully by then, so it won't be too too painful. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, I I put on the post, as everyone knows, this month is all about movies that come from video games. And Derek uh, cho- wasn't sure which ones to choose. He, he, he was debating between um, the one that I gave him, which we're going to be doing it on, and as well The Godfather. And I forgot that The Godfather actually had a video game. But it was a video game based on a movie, so I don't know if it falls into the same category. Um, so we went with Tomb Raider, uh, the original one with Lara, uh, the original one with Lara Croft, who's the <laughs> obviously the actor is Angelina Jolie, because I haven't been podcasting all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we did the first Lara Croft, which came out in two thousand one, I believe. It yeah, was two thousand two thousand one. You had the the great, uh, great, great Irish band U2 do the uh, theme song for it. Uh, 
I did not know that. Yeah, they uh, also featured elements of Evolution uh, Influx Remix by U2. Uh. And yeah, the, the video for that, mo- uh, the, the music video for that song did have elements from uh, the uh, movie as well as Angelina Jolie in it as well. So there's that. But before we do anything, what did you think of the movie? Since you uh, are not a, you host a movie podcast, but you don't go see movies. No, uh, this is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Wow! <laughs> absolutely, there was no redeeming features in this whatsoever. I usually wow. try and look for something good, you know. There's nothing here. There's nothing. 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 Yeah, like I made a few notes. I don't usually make notes. Jesus, we're, we're Joe's going to be very jealous. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we're, I, we won't let him listen to this one. That's what we'll do. We'll, we won't tell him about this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a few, I have a few issues with it. Right. First of all. Um, my Wait, bef- before we go on, have you played the game? I have played the game. Actually, yeah, I'll start with the game. Yeah. Okay, let's let's start, yeah, with the game. Uh, did you play the original pixelated busty version, or did you play the new version? I played the first three original pixelated ones, and okay. I have the new one, but I haven't played it yet. Okay, fair so, enough. Like, Tomb Raider, I remember coming out, I was maybe 10 when it came out, 10 or 11. I think it was in 95, 96, was it? Yeah. Around that time. And that was kind of the first glimpse of cinematic video games. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, video games with storylines. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that and Metal Gear Solid and uh, Silent Hill, stuff like that all coming around, that Siphon Filter, stuff yeah. like that all coming around the same time and actually had storylines as opposed to, you know, Mario, where you just run and jump. Yeah, just jump, destroy, get to the end of the level. That's yeah. your main point. Here, there's actually a story. Yeah. Yeah. So they really missed the trick on this because this film has no storyline. It's Jorah Mormont trying to get a piece of sand or something <laughs> to that effect. It is. And I have a problem with Jorah Mormont being the bad guy because he kept expecting him to break into Jorah Mormont, you know? <laughs> this is before he was Jorah Mormont, though. I know that, yeah, but I'm just so used to seeing him as Jorah Mormont. I thought, you know that way when an actor gets pigeonholed or something? Yeah. And you kind of expect him to be the same kind of character. He's this real slick, greasy, horrible human being in the film. And I just, I, I didn't like it. He was kind of a horrible, slick human being in the in Game of Thrones. That's true. Yeah, but he, he had a cool accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if he had the cool accent, you would have been fine with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like at one, uh, sta- at one stage, he says like he's an antiquities lawyer. And his name is whatever it is, QC. And I just expect him to say, QC Khaleesi. You know, every single sentence I wanted to end in Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah, that would have probably made the movie ten times better. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig plays an American being British. He could have just made the character British. Terrible American accent. I like Daniel Craig. You know, I've nothing against him, but he just looks like a potato in this. It's horrible. Well, he generally looks like a potato when he does Yeah, but he looks like a buff buff potato. it's true, yeah. He, he looks like a potato yeah. that can hurt you. So, yeah. Fine. Fair okay, fair enough. So, what did you think of Angelina Jolie's terrible. accent? Terrible. No, no, <laughs> I, no, in fairness. That was... She sounded like she could have been English. But then again, I find okay. that accents... The only ones I can judge properly are Irish accents. You know, the only ones I can fully judge. Because I, if I hear an English accent, I presume it sounds okay. But someone who's English may think differently. True, true. I... 
we can't really judge a Canadian accent. We don't have any Canadian yeah, accents. Exactly. Same as us. We don't have Irish accents. <laughs> there's a, yeah, no, there's no such thing as accents. Um Yeah, no so continue, continue. Before I jump into what I what I wanted to say, what what other notes of uh, love you have okay. for this film? I'll read my notes as I wrote them. Note one, flashy nonsense. Uh, the screaming guitars and bongos in the soundtrack, which I hated. Uh, oh yeah, I've made a good point here. Like, a positive point. At least Angelina Jolie looks like she's making an effort. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Where are we now? Yeah, 50% of the film was Michael Bay shots of Angelina Jolie moving in slow motion with very little clothes on or bending over or something. And 20% of the film was Angelina Jolie looking smug. Nearly directly to camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 50% of that film... Well, 100% of that film was... Uh, well, there was a lot of criticism of her getting the, being cast as... Uh, as uh, yeah, I, I remember that at the time. And the funny thing is, I would have been right in the demographic for this at the time when it came out. I was 16 when it came out. I was right in the sweet spot. And I remember watching it when it mm-hmm. came out. And I, I remember not enjoying it. But I didn't actively hate it. Now I actively hate it. I've... Yeah, you're you're, exactly, you're a grown yeah. man now, so you're out of the demogra- demographic. But okay, I'm going to read you some of the other actresses that were supposed were that apparently were okay. in the running. You had Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt. Fa- no, for me, Fanka Jan- Jansen. Uh, she's the one out of X Men. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's um, oh, yeah. No, I think she would have done a better yeah. job. Okay, Jennifer uh, Lopez. No, no. no. no, no. Uh, Rona Mitra. No idea who that is. Hold on. Um, just gonna pull up. Shh. Pretty. Um, she was in. Oh Jesus. Uh, Underworld: Rise no. of the Lichens. Doomsday. Oh, I do know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she looks more like Lara Croft, and I think she's English, from what I remember. Yeah. Doomsday. Give me a second. Just going to look right here. Uh, English actress, model. She came to prominence as a Lara Croft model between 97 no. and 98. <laughs> so she was the, the Lara Croft model. I, I, I don't know if she was... What that means. I presume it was one of the posters and stuff. You know, the live action ones used to go to conventions and stuff. I presume that was her. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so she 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 was enough for that. You have Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, she's. I think she was fifty back then. No. Yeah, she doesn't age. Um, Ashley uh, Judd. Uh, no, I don't know who it is. No. You don't know who it is. Um, Hang on give me a second here. I'll put it Ashley up here. Um, da, 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 da. She was in um, Dolphin Tale, Divergent, Double Jeopardy, uh, High Crimes. No. Jesus. Luckily, we have IMDb, IMDb at our fingertips, so. Yes, I'm trying to look at... Okay, here we go. Um, uh, yeah, I know where to see. Uh, yeah, so she... She kind She hasn't... Oh, she's in Heat. That's where I know her from. Yeah, okay, she's... Yeah, uh, uh, she, she could pull off the look, but I don't know her acting... I don't see her as in the action. Yeah, yeah no, she she hasn't done any action. Uh, then you had Sandra no. Bullock. God, no. From Speed. Catherine uh, Zeta-Jones. I could see that working. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Diane Lane. Uh, Diane Lane. Give, give me a second. She was in. Uh, da, 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 da. Give me a good movie here. Uh, Batman versus uh, Martha. Yeah. Um, Martha. Um, I don't see her doing action either. But again, I don't remember her young. Oh. So I just. I'm trying to look here, and there's not one piece of like. There's nothing that jumps off that it's an action yeah. movie during that period around 2001 so no um you have demi Moore. Uh, no that was purely for star power i'd say i can't see her yeah doing that and then denise richards dr christmas <laughs> doctor from the dr. James christmas Bond. day or dr christmas jones or whatever yeah no i, I could see that's yeah. that's pure uh let's get a tight vest on her casting to me exactly yeah. like james well yeah. and then yeah uh, then you had two British glamour oh. models. Okay. You had Lindsay, Lindsay Dawn uh, McKenzie. No. Uh, pretty big. Just she's just oh well okay. endowed, and and Jordan. Jordan. Oh, good yeah, lord! Yeah, Jordan. No, I'm a big thumbs down on them too. Yeah, no, I. The only reason I think they would be in place is because they fixed the pixelated version of uh, yeah. Lara Croft. Um, but yeah, no, I think maybe there's one or two that could have probably handled the uh, the job yeah. other than Jolie. But for the time, Jolie was, I think, the bigger star yeah, at the moment. We were actually looking through her IMDb last night. Myself, a buddy of mine, were watching it last night, and he guest started in our podcast this morning, and we were looking through and she had only really done Gone in 60 Seconds before this, which would have been, a, you know, a big film. When I say big, I mean I've heard of it, you know, that kind of way. So I, I, I don't know, did she have the star power back then? Or, you know, I don't really remember, to be honest. Was that one of the part of the criticism of her That's being a cast? Was the fact that she wasn't really in anything before that? or? Uh, so here's this is what I'm reading. The casting of Julie was controversial among many fans of Tomb Raider series who felt she wasn't physically appropriate enough to play the large-breasted ah, heroine. Other complaints about an American actress being hired to play a British character. Others cited Julie's tattoos, her well-publicized controversial personal life. Um, yeah, so... And Jolie actually said she's like... I'm actually 36. Lowers, she's a 36D. In the game, she's a double D. So, like, there's a little bit of padding yeah. that needs to go on to fix it. But, yeah, I am looking right now. You have, yeah, you have Gone in 60 Seconds. She did the before. Girl Interrupted, kind of. The Bone Collector. Those are all yeah. iffy movies. It really was Tomb Raider that kind of, like, pushed, pushed her over everything to becoming bigger somewhat of a yeah, bigger star i i knew her from what movie did i i knew her from where is it i th i think i knew her from uh she was in that movie oh with with ash was it ashley judd no it was with the one that got caught ha oh no i oh, knew her from hackers, hackers. Yeah. <laughs> that one yeah i knew her from hackers and then I didn't see any of her movies until pretty much uh, The Bone Collector and then Girl yeah. Interrupted. So she kind I, I guess they, she had a mitigated, not mitigated, a small bit of star power. Was it bigger than the other girls who were, or ladies who were yeah. in, in the running? 
But I, some of them I'm looking. I'm looking at like Jennifer she, Lopez. She would have been huge back then. Yeah. Let's see, J Lo. At the time, music-wise, yeah. yes. Uh, so she had J Lo. This is me, and then. So yeah, she had the wedding planner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Music angel yeah. eyes. Um. Yeah, those were kind of the big things at around that period of time. So, yeah. Um, and she had that dress. Oh, yes. The infamous green dress. The, yeah. yeah the and if I dress. remember, it must be important, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a very important uh, period of time. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's weird. I Probably Rhonda... Orona, however you pronounce her name, probably, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. But if you take Catherine Zeta-Jones, she doesn't fit the white heiress yeah. of a British. So, like, she has too much of the, um, she's too yeah. exotic to be it. And there have probably been more problems there. But you no, really didn't like this movie. Not, no. And I looked up no. the director then as well, uh, Simon West. I don't know if you're aware of him. Uh, give me a He's second. made three classics. Let's see here. Simon Filmography. Let's see. Oh! there. I already see two amazing movies there. Yeah. Con Air. Black Hawk Down. Oh, well, he didn't direct, sorry. He was an executive producer. He directed um, Expendables 2. Oh, and the music one. video to Rick Astley is never going to give you up. So, yes, he very, He's very a much classic the, director. the law of classic diminishing director. returns of him. But he seems to have got his mojo back then with Expendables too. But like, the direction is poor. The action's poor. The soundtrack is irritating. Even like the, the DVD menu gave me a headache. And there's a, yeah. there's a massive <laughs> plot hole in this. Huge plot hole. Ooh, ooh, right. ooh. Let's hear the plot hole. The basic storyline is Lara has to get two bits of a triangle to turn back time. Yeah. Now, she doesn't find out about the turning back time till a good chunk of the film. And her father had said to her, or sent her a letter and said, you must destroy this triangle so, you know, its power can never be used. And she has no idea what the power is. So she finds a clock mm-hmm. that starts ticking when there's some planetary alignment that they mention, I'd say, 17 times in the first five minutes of the film. Yes, Must exactly. Be important. Like just clunky exposition and stuff. But anyway, so she needs to destroy this triangle. Now, the triangle is in two pieces, and you need the clock to find the two pieces. So, number one, oh, she, uh, yeah, she brings the clock to uh, Jorah Mormont, and he then sets in motion finding two pieces because he knows what the power is because he's a member of the Illuminati, and it's big and convoluted and ridiculous. But she finds the clock. Why not just leave it there? Or destroy the clock. And then yeah. she finds one half of the triangle. This is before she discovers that she can turn back time. And your man says, why don't you turn back time and bring John Voight back? And Lara's like, yeah, I'll help you find the other half so I can turn back time and bring John Voight back. Why not just destroy the half of the triangle? Because the triangle is useless without the other half. So you just destroy one half. Yeah, You know, the, 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 none of this needs to happen. It's like Indiana Jones. You know, Indiana Jones has no bearing on the plot. Lara drives this plot forward to her own stupidity and selfishness. 
instead of just destroying the one thing that could have stopped all this in its track and saved me an hour and a half of my life. But if that was the case, you would not have seen her in those sexy yes, that's short true. shorts. And uh, swinging from the roof and an unnecess- two unnecessary shower scenes. But even despite the fact that she has a shower, she still looks greasy. She's like, she's like Pierce Brosnan. She's like covered in this thin layer of sweat. That it, like, If she came up to me, I'd be afraid to touch her. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. And oh, I don't know. It's just off-putting. It makes me feel a little bit ill. Uh, <laughs> no, this, this movie, I remember yeah. it fondly. But... Rewatching it, I was like, "Oh God!" It it was a product oh, of its time for yeah. sure. Um, you could not get away with this no. type of film today. Um, not just because of the Me Too movement, but just because of how horrible the plot hole is. Like you, you've you mentioned the fact that all she has to do is destroy either the clock or one yeah. piece of the triangle. Um, the exposition of explaining things at least instead yeah. of showing it um that that hurts and the fact that they're the the, the horrible yeah. accents does, does john Voight have does, an accent in but it? it's almost bearable i mean anything john Voight okay. does is bearable do you know what i mean like he could read you a shopping list and you'd enjoy it. i love john Voight. true he, he's kind of like um sam yeah. jackson yeah. for me Sam Jackson will read anything. Yeah. I'll be like, yes, Love it. yes. It does another like one of the characters. Uh, it's Noah Taylor. You know uh, the Australian actor Noah Taylor. He's in Game of Thrones. He plays Locke, and he's in. Oh, you'd know him in a few different. You'd know him in a few different things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh yes, he was. Um, oh, what was he in? He was in Charlie and the yes, Chocolate Factory. Yes, he was Factory. Charlie's father. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here. I'm just looking at movies. Uh, Vanilla Sky. Um, St- Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Uh, the New World. Red Dog. I'm just Lawless. Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know him. Like his character seems to be in on the joke. Do you know about how bad it is? So he at one stage says... Lara, he lives in a in a caravan outside the house, and Lara goes up and knocks on the door, and she says, uh, "Why don't you come stay in the house? There's eighty-two rooms." And your first thought when he, she's walking up is, "Why? Why is he living out there?" And he's about, "I just want to live on my own." And there's another bit where Jora says to uh, Lara Croft, "You're one of his fucking." Sorry, apologies for the language. Uh, oh, it's fine. It's a. It's a. It's explicit. Oh, is it? It's allowed. Oh, I've been holding back. God yeah. damn it! This film is a. <laughs> piece of shit oh holy fuck as you know I, and the floodgates open and now I'm going to be shut down by uh, iTunes I, if we weren't shut down you won't be don't worry um, so he at one stage Jorah kind of gives this little spiel and he says to Lara at the end he says "My your ignorance what does he say my ignorance amuses me or something and she repeats that line obviously to Noah Taylor's character and he just goes my ignorance amuses me what's this clown on about or something like he's he's clearly in on the joke of just how stupid the, the, the dialogue and the setup is and I was half expecting to just turn around and say why don't you just smash half of the half of the triangle you know and you know with these ancient artifacts there's always some convoluted way to destroy them like you know the, obviously the, the Lord of the Rings yeah. 
uh, it has to be thrown into the pits, Mount Doom, and etc., etc. All she does is shoot it with a gun. It's that simple. You know, like it's there's no you have to get the two halves of the triangle together. It has to be one whole piece before you can destroy it. No, just shoot it. Just put it on the ground and shoot it. And save me an hour and a half of my time, please. <laughs> Use a sledgehammer it, if you have exactly. to. Yeah, no, it's uh, <sighs> and it's so many cliches, so yeah. many cliches. Like it does the slow motion uh, gun fights. Does the banging music. Does she jumps off a waterfall, a la the fugitive? You know this guy. She she likes or doesn't like. Uh, gets shot at the end, so she has to put the triangle together to save him. I guess oh, it, it's bollocks. Well, you can thank the Matrix yes. for the slow motion because it came out before this movie, and I think for at least five years after it came out, every movie had a hardcore slow motion gunfight scene in it. So you can thank the Matrix for that. Um, oh, and exposition flashbacks. I hate them so much. I hate them. I like John Voice here. I'll go to this place where this flower grows and you'll find one half of the triangle. So she finds the flower. And also, sorry, I'm interrupting myself here. How many tombs does she raid? <laughs> I don't Zero. Think, I think there's one. It's a temple. Not a tomb. A tomb contains dead people. Zero tombs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's true. No no tombs. And even in the second one, there was I, no the tombs. The second Angelina Jolie one. I never saw that. Yeah. Cradle no, of Life. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. If you didn't like this one, well, if you're looking for just uh, visual yeah. stunningness, yeah, watch it. <laughs> Because Angelino Jolie gets out of the water okay. in a wetsuit. So a tight wetsuit isn't bad on Angelina Jolie. Um, but that's okay. really about it. <laughs> There's just those stunning type shots of uh, over-sexualizing your female yeah. protagonist. We like to call that the Michael the Bay effect. With, yeah, Michael Bay. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is, this is yeah. Michael Bay heavy. Now I'm just, like, going back, and I'm like, yeah, this is just, like, shots that are, like, why are we shooting from this angle? Oh, because yeah. it's and It's funny, actually, Con Air is very very Michael Bay-ish, if you will. Isn't Con, Con Air... It possibly is. But is this guy Simon West I think. in Michael Bay's pocket? Is this is this what it is? Oh, uh, no, it's a Brockheimer oh, okay. film. It's a production of Bruckheimer. So he's very similar to Bay. Bay is big mm. explosions, uh, greasy women. Because if you look at yeah. Transformers, Megan Fox is like, has that gr- the look of grease, are yeah, always yeah. sweaty on her constantly. Even when they're in the school, she she looks like she's like just ran a mini marathon. And you're like, yeah, how? There's AC. Like, exactly. there's AC here. Even the fat man. <laughs> Look, the fat people aren't even sweating. Like I'm sitting in my kitchen at the moment, and it's very warm over here for here. And yeah, yeah, you guys got a yeah, killer hot wave. I, I'm sweating here. I don't look attractive. Look at me. I look horrible. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, but you're not doing the same Michael ah, Bay yeah, angles, you know. Angles. Actually, dig- yeah, you digressing know, slightly into more modern things. I watched the first 20 minutes of the new Tomb Raider. And 
it was yeah. almost bearable. And compared to this, the new Tomb Raider is the fucking godfather. You know what I mean? It's it's that good. Yeah, no, the new the new Tomb Raider, uh, I discussed it in one of the other podcasts I did. I've done like 14 podcasts in the last 48 hours, it feels like. <laughs> but he, um, the new Tomb Raider is nearly a direct ripoff of the, the game. Michael Douglas game. Oh, sorry. No, not Michael Douglas game, which is a, yeah, another yeah. great movie, uh, I, which I need to rewatch because it's a, f- a fantastic. No, but the, the latest oh, yeah, Tomb Raider yeah. game. I, I, I started nearly, that, but didn't get very far. Much like the film, actually. So I'm. <laughs> yeah, no, the. The movie and the game are very similar because I've played or I've watched my brother-in-law play the game and I'm like, this is just like Uncharted except it's a female and it's yeah. a little more darker. And then I watched the movie because it was on the streaming services here. And I'm like, this, this, yes, it's way better than the original uh, 2001 uh, Tomb Raider, but it's more of a, it's more of a, just a, of yeah. a ripoff of the game, pretty much. It's like they just taking moments from the game and putting it into the movie, and then trying to make a plot point. So it's it's okay, and then they do the the horrible cliche thing of her buying oh. her two guns <laughs> at the end, and it's like, but you have Nick Frost there, so I, I'm forgiving it a bit because you have yeah. Nick Frost in the movie. He's not in it for long, but he's just enough that I'm like. Okay, it's fine. I like this movie. Yeah, and I like your one who stars as uh, Lara Croft. Not she was in uh, Ex Machina. Uh, yeah, Alicia Victor. I, I can't remember her name. Like I just call her Michael Fassbender's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Are, are they dating? If they if they oh, ever break up, I will not remember her name. Uh, hold on. Uh, Directed by Rogan Uthong. Screenplay. I don't care about that. British co-production actress's name here, uh, starring Alicia Vikander, okay. and she she generally looks like the um, the the Lara Croft. Oh yeah, yeah, she kind of looks like more yeah, wiry she, than. She, yeah, she looks yeah, like a human busting. being. I suppose if that's probably the best way of putting it, like an actual real yeah. human being. She doesn't look like if if uh, a tomb is closing, she won't yeah. get stuck, you know, sliding through. No she lower back pain. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I just got thinking there, why do they make video game films? Like, what is the point? Cause I don't know. I keep wondering that, and I literally, this is a list I've had... Um, uh, pretty much every yeah. single podcast. Uh, give me a second. I'm just going to pull it up here. Uh, video game movies. There we go. Wikipedia is very friendly. So, there has been... Since 93 movies been tried. There's not been a major gap. Nearly every year, there's either at least two to four movies that are based on video games that come every out. Every year. Every year. There's like maybe, there's maybe like 96 there wasn't one, 98 mm. there wasn't, 2000 there wasn't, but since 2000, every every year there's been, um, and 2011, but understandably was yeah. a, b- a good year, um, and 2013. Those are the only years. There's like a, a handful of years that there's been no movies based on video games, 
And you started the trend with the Super Mario Brothers, which created yeah. the blueprint of uh, movies. And then you have the most recent one being the uh, oh, Detective yeah. Pikachu. And then Sonic's coming out this year as well, isn't it? Uh, Sonic's been pushed back okay. to next year. Redesign. The, uh, the redesign. I honestly thought originally that they only made the trailer the bad image of Sonic and the the whole movie was actually the a proper Sonic and so they were just doing that to get the yeah. negative marketing from it. Oh, But apparently I was wrong. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought that they're doing this on purpose now to annoy people. As you say, get people talking about it, good or bad. Any publicity is good publicity, you know what I mean? I thought that that's what they were doing, yeah. that maybe they were going to... They were, they're obviously going to change it for the film, but they were they had already, as you were saying there, in their minds they had a different design and then release a stupid design. I mean, I don't really care. You know, like... And the funny thing about... I was just, again, another thought that popped into my head there was you have two kinds of video games they made films of. Like, you've Mario... Say, was, say Mario, where there's no kind of overarching storyline to the game. It's just run from castle to castle... Rescue Princess, collect coins. Yeah. Sonic would be the same. Like, there's a very basic storyline to them. And then you have stuff like, I know they're making The Last of Us into a film. I mean, The Last of Us is essentially uh, a film just in a video game. And Tomb Raider would be yeah. more or less the same. I know it's, it, like, the, the, obviously the new Tomb Raiders are probably a bit more complex than the first three. But yeah. what is the point of making what's up? So take those two camps, right? So what is the point of making a cinematic video game into a film? It's already cinematic. So leave them to one side. That's my argument to not make them. My argument with the other side is take something like Mario or Sonic, make a film out of it, but make it good. They took Lego, Lego, a block of plastic, and made a two great, <laughs> three great films out of it. You know, and well, Lego yeah. Batman aside, I mean, it's it's obviously a spin-off of the original. But Lego Movie 1, Lego Movie 2, I thoroughly enjoyed. And it's based on a piece of plastic. What? Yeah, I, di- I didn't think the Lego movies I would enjoy as much as I did. I was supremely surprised of how good the I Lego was the same. movie was. I brought was. my kids to see the first Lego movie, and then I went to see it on my own again after. Yeah, like that, that's how much I enjoyed it. And then even when I went to see the second one, I wasn't expecting anything because I thought, right, they've, they surprised me with the first one, they can't surprise me with this one. And there's a little lull in the middle of the second Lego movie. And I said, right, here we go. Yeah, we're, we're exactly where I thought we'd be. And then it just picks up again like that. And it becomes a good movie again. You know, I'd, why can't they do that with Mario? You know, take Mario or take Sonic. Just, I'm just using those two basic. Crash Bandicoot. Any of these characters. Yeah. Take Mario particularly because it's two plumbers. You could do anything with that. Anything. But they didn't. Yeah. And they won't. Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat. All the same. There's no storylines to them. You know, make a good film out of them. Well, let's be... Uh, I'm going to just stop you there. The original Mortal Kombat movie actually did kind of make a good movie out of a, yeah. out of a fighting game, which is... There's no story to the fighting game. Your object is to win the tournament. That's fine. So they took that idea and they go, here's your six protagonists, here's your six antagonists, Somehow we have to get them into this tournament. We'll do the most basic thing possible. Boom, they're at the tournament. And then you're, they, they have a l- another story reaching. They're like, okay, why do they need to win? Because sh- the, the main bad guy, he's going to yeah. take over the world. So that's it. Boom. That's your story. And it, I have to say, I really enjoyed the first Yeah, it, it's probably movie. my favorite video game movie. 
again, I enjoyed it. It's it's, it's fun. It, you know, it's a fun movie. The story is yeah. very thin. I know the story is thin, but it's a movie that you can sit down, watch, and enjoy. And they're not trying to yeah. be more than what it is. They know it's a it's a video game movie. It's n- they're not trying to be something bigger. They're not trying to be like this huge epic story. It's it's a simple story. This is what it is. This is what we're doing, and they do it mm. fantastically. The second one stretches the <laughs> line a bit. Yeah, but, I mean, how, how can you do the same thing twice? Because uh, you're saying it's it's there's no storyline to it, so it's essentially a fighting game. Build a, a storyline around it. You can't really do that twice, you know. And no. actually, do you know what was great? Was did you ever see the Mortal Kombat uh, short film? Yeah, the, uh, the YouTube show. Yeah, I saw episodes of it. Yeah, and it was the, really the original. Good pilot for that First but even season. before that they had a pilot and it was it was better okay. than the show they just kind of paired they kind of paired back the realism in the show and kind of made it a bit more magical whereas the pilot would have been completely realistic like reptile was born with uh, the skin condition where skin turns into scales and stuff and they're all human human beings like okay that's it's uh, very good now i'd say and then obviously the 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 show kind of went a bit more fantastical but i really enjoyed that again Tin yeah, plot, no. but enjoyable. Yeah, like we know, like when you're taking a, a, a video game movie, just take the like. I saw Detective Pikachu okay. uh, last night, and they just take the thinnest amount of information from it, from the game Detective Pikachu, and then they're like, okay, this is the story. Boom! Like I honestly thought it was going to be a yeah. horrible movie to watch. But I actually found myself enjoying the th- the plot is very thin. Um, it's not made for yeah. thirty year olds. It's made for ten year olds and that. And most of the Pokemon, I didn't know who they were, because I'm like, I know the original one hundred and fifty. Yeah, that's for me. But it was a fun movie, and it they did they did yeah. it really well. They made a. If I have to say, um, blocking out uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, it's probably the best video game movie yeah. that I've seen and I like really <laughs> bad movies so <laughs> it's saying a lot that this is actually the best um, it is actually right now third for highest grossing behind uh, Warcraft oh, yeah? and Rampage with Dwayne Rock Johnson Ramp yeah the only reason it has like right now uh, The Rock is winning with uh, about three million more uh, that'll, that'll, I'd say they'll probably make that up now. Or that'll, it was that box office. Yeah, it? oh, yeah it's right. global box office. Right now, Rampage is at four, $428 million and Pokemon is at $425 well, million. It's going to have a hard time beating uh, uh, Warcraft because that's at yeah. $433 million. But there is a Warcraft chance. should have been something. I've never seen it. I've never played the game. Never saw it. But when I heard Duncan Jones was attached, I was like, right, I'm going to watch this. And then I didn't because everyone was saying it was shit. So it should have been something, you know? I, 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 yeah, it should have been something. Like, I played the original way back when it was more of like a yeah. Command and Conquer game. And I'm like, this is a fun game. Like, you build your troops, you go and fight. That I, I enjoy that type of game. I've never played the most recent type of game where you're actually a character inside it. And it's a massive online thing. My brother-in-law plays it. But I saw the trailers, and I'm like, "Oh, this looks yeah. kind of bad." 
and I was actually just watching uh, a YouTube video, and they put a trailer on for this World uh, Warcraft movie, and I'm like, that's even worse. Like it, it's not, it's not making yeah. me want to watch this at all. And it's kind of like I want to watch it to see how bad it is, but I feel it's going to be like John Carpenter. Oh Mark's yes, bad. <laughs> like just don't i can't watch this i've wasted yeah. two hours of my life i get that a lot there's a lot of things where i go oh this looks really good like i was looking forward to that Holmes and watson thing what uh i did not i'm i'm iffy with uh with um will ferrell what's his name yeah will oh, well i'm the same it, it's probably split evenly down the middle for the ones i love and the ones i hate but i like the him and john c Riley's like i Step Brothers is shown on TV here. I'd say five. It's shown every night for about a month, every two months. There's one channel over here that constantly shows that film, and it's yeah, and it's something Jesus. I just often stick on for a couple of minutes. I love uh, Richard Jenkins in it, and I like the kind of dynamic between the two of them. Like I loved Anchor Man, but I hated the second one. Uh, there's a couple of yep. the sports ones I can't think of the names of them that I enjoyed. Uh, the the Ricky Bobby and uh, yeah. basketball one. Couldn't stand those. Ricky Bobby is the NASCAR one, isn't it? Ah, that was okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the basketball one. Uh, semi-pro. Yeah, semi-pro. Yeah. I, I, I saw it, but I don't remember it. Uh, I enjoyed that yeah. ice skating one to a certain degree. You know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. It was like okay turn off my brain watch it i can i can laugh at this but it's not something that i'm yeah i think the incestuous relationship between the brother and sister really put me off that when i saw that happen i was like that that was unnecessary you know it's not something i enjoy seeing in a film except for except for except for star wars of course because you know (laughs) exactly but it's star wars it's only a kiss right uh (laughs) uh no um this I don't understand why they try to make. I'm just I'm looking at the list now of all these movies that were made from TV uh, from video games, and I'm looking. I'm you've got like Tekken. You got Need for, yeah, you got Need for Speed with oh. Aaron Paul, and it's like they yeah. it could have been so much better. Michael Keaton's in it. Like, there's a lot of things that could have been better. You have Hitman twice. Um, you have the classic oh, Doom. Doom. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the first-person shooter section in that film, and I, I think it that was made to showcase that first-person. Yeah, that, that just, shot. And yeah, it's completely unnecessary. Again, like, like they could have made something oh, good yeah. out of Doom. Doom's a pretty thin on the ground storyline of a game. Go to Mars, fight monsters. They could have done something with it again. But I, have a fun, I never, I never saw Doom. Is I only saw that uh, clip. But I have a funny thing they didn't. You didn't miss much. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, it's they op- they're they're on Mars, if I'm not mistaken, and they open a portal. Okay. And then the rock becomes ah. infected. And then you and I think you have, if I'm not mistaken, uh do you have um uh, do you have is it yeah, you have Carl Urban as like in, Urban. in it as well. Who ends up yeah, I love him. He's an yeah, underrated actor. Actually, as you know, we're famous for our tangents, so I'm going to go off on one here. After go right I watched ahead. Uh, Tomb Raider, I decided to cleanse myself of such things. 
and watch I watched a film called The Raid. Oh, oh that's a that was the most fun I've had in a long time. I actually had to, I had to pause it to oh. cheer and laugh because I was afraid I'd miss something when I was cheering and laughing. Oh, yeah. That movie is... You really did oh, cleanse your I, I, soul with it, that movie. It's, it's up there now. It's in my top ten at the moment. No, Have I haven't seen, seen The Raid 2. Oh, you'll love it. If you love the first one, you'll love the second one. Yeah, I it's absolutely so love that film. But apparently, I thought... Someone told me... The guy who was watching me actually told me that Judge Dredd was a remake of it. And then when... It's, it's similar. Kind of is. But apparently, yeah, Joe was telling me this morning that the two scripts were written at the same time and all of it is more or less a coincidence, the similarities. Apparently. Hmm. Because I know there's, I think there's a year or two between them. So, the Raid came out in mm-hmm. 2011 and Judge Dredd came out in mm. 2012. Oh well, yeah, that's the first thing I saw. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I am Judge Dredd. Uh, yes, but 2012. Yeah, so there's a year between both of them. So I would, yeah, they probably were written around yeah. the same time. But the raid is out in Indonesia. So chances, if they saw it, maybe. But it's it takes place in one location. So that's as much of the similarities, yeah. I would say. And you have one guy, uh, you have a cop going through a one... Yeah, so I, yeah, I can see those similarities if being If they came there. out 10 years apart now, um, I would say, yeah, yeah. It's a... Yeah, it's a remake. It's a it's an Americanized re- remake of it. One year, that's, that's hard to say, but... But yeah, no, The Raid is oh, such a classic So movie. good. There's a scene in it, and you know, like, it's obviously, it's, it's relentless. Like, it just does not stop. Again, it's it's the first movie long yeah. time I had to actually pause to just laugh. Yeah, to more or less. Breath. Yeah, and there's one scene in a, I don't know if you remember where they're kind of getting towards the top of the building and they go into this meth lab, and this comes out of nowhere. Right, just come into this meth lab and there's bodies flying and there's punches being thrown and you're just <gasps> like that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It the the action is tight. Um, you don't have any moments yeah. to breathe in essence like the breathing moments you you get like are like fleeting you get like okay you can take your breath here and mm. we're back into the action or we're back in here there's and it's like a very simple plot his option he needs to make it to the top that's yeah. that's the plot that's it and it's like they do it so well that you don't have anything over explaining you just know and the fight scene up this i think it's in this first one the fight scene up the staircase that one shot uh no i think that might be in the second one or it's in the yeah there's a one shot of them yeah. fighting up the staircase and it's like this is an amazing shot like the fact that they yeah. did it in one shot and there was no cuts well, i'm d- like there's, wow. there's moments in that film that I just it, it, there's a scene where they go into an, an apartment and they're chopping through the floor with an axe so man says, throw me the axe, he's chopping through the floor, he yeah. makes a hole in the floor, and one of the guys drops down, the next thing, four or five guys just rush him, and then someone, they go down, and then someone else drops through the floor, one of the bad guys, and one of the guys just grabs him and throws him through a window. This all happens within like 40 seconds. I'm just like, oh man, this is so, it's so good. And uh, yeah, it made me feel much better after Tomb Raider. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good uh, cleansing. Um, but uh, I, mean, yeah. I just want <laughs> to watch see, Raid again. The storyline is simple. I gotta go go into spoilers here a little bit. Even the com- what should be a convoluted part of that film, it isn't. So your man, the the main uh, cop's brother, is the henchman of the bad guy. So you don't find that yeah. out, but at the very start, he says to his father, "I'll bring him home." Very, you know, mysteriously, or whatever. And he, he, I almost kind of put it to the back of my mind. Then he comes in, and they're talking friendly. And I said to myself, "He must be an undercover cop or something." And then he says, "Oh, you're my brother or something." And that's it. It's not convoluted or anything. Like it's not. It's hard to describe. That in other hands, that it's. It could be like your dad's so mad at you you need to come home you're breaking yeah. up the family this and that but with just a simple yeah. you're my brother you get all of that and everything you need to know about their relationship with that simple thing they don't put it in, like you said put it in other people's hands they're just going to con- just make it so over overly done that yeah it, there'll it be flashbacks the to them as kids it's, and blah 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 you know you you don't need that it's it's Three lines of dialogue sums it all up. Where he tells the father he's going to go find him, bring him back. You don't know who he is or what he's talking about. Then he's like, "You're my brother." Uh, and then the very end of it, it's like, "Oh yeah, I can protect you from in my world, but you can't protect me in yours." And it's like that's brilliant, you know. And that's mm. one of the very few bits of dialogue in that film because I think there's about forty lines of dialogue that isn't uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't sound effects of pain. But if bringing it back to uh, oh, Tomb Raider, <laughs> you couldn't have that scene. Like like you said, when she uh, brings the two pieces together, yeah. she sees her dad. You get that flashback of her dad telling her, find this flower or you need to destroy it. Like, instead of having it being a very small thing, like, like you could, when she puts it together, trying to bring her dad back and her dad's like, no, mm. you need to destroy it. That would have been a fine yeah. flashback. Because it's in the context yeah. of the story. Whereas her going, you can find this. When you find this flower, you go left three steps and up a tree mm. and it will be there. Like, that's not needed. Why am I? Yeah. Why are you telling me this and it's not needed? Whereas in the Ray, like you said, three lines of dialogue, four lines of dialogue, they explain the, yeah. their whole relationship. And their motivations for doing what they do. And Yeah, and it, it makes everything so so clear and it's it's a simple movie but without those lines of dialogue it just yeah. takes it to the next yeah level. and it it there didn't need to be a brother and brother relationship in this film there didn't need to be any uh, commonality between uh, the cops and the bad guys but it works do you know what i mean and it, it doesn't yeah. take away from the story now if it didn't have it there would it suffer from an action point of view absolutely not but from a story point of view, what thin story there is, yeah. probably, yeah. But uh, Yeah, it would have made a bit more thinner and a little bit less of a good yeah. good movie. Because right now it's a great movie because you have the action and you got a, 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 a thin plot, but yeah, there's no holes th- in That is plot. one thing it does not have is plot holes. So because it's, it's such a simple plot by adding the level of a brother relationship on top of it, but keeping it kind of secret until like yeah. the second act keeps it not being overburdened with it. And then when they, you finally find that brother relationship, it just adds yeah. more to it. You take away it. You just have a simple action movie 
with a lot of fighting. That's some of like the old Indonesian films, like the Tony Yaw film, um, The Protector, I think, where it's him protecting oh, yeah. an elephant. I've heard it. I haven't seen it. And like, it's it's action wise, mm. amazing, like pure action. It's amazing, but I feel like they made the action bits first. They made the they wrote the action bits, and then they tried to just be like, okay, we need to string it along so that we can get yeah, the action yeah. beats. So those are like the old Indonesia, whereas the raid being uh, probably the newer version of the Indonesian, they're developing their storytelling. They make a very great story, thin. But they add that level of brotherly, and they yeah, do it, it re- so well. It, 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 it's really so good. And again, like we were talking about video game movies and having tin stories, that just goes to prove what you can do with that. And I take your point on Mortal Kombat, where it's a fighting st- fighting game. Like the the fighting choreography and stuff in that film is good. In Street Fighter, it's not, and they try to go too far. And there's the European Defense League or whatever, and you know the American Colonel Guile with the Belgian accent and stuff. You know, just make a good action film if you're going to do a fighting game yeah. mm-hmm. you just need here are your action beats we know we have to have these yeah. people fight alright how do we make them fight well there's a tournament okay boom there you go like Street Fighter could have been so much better like it, they kind of made it a bit bit better with Street Fighter the I Legend of Chun-Li that. oh, that's the animated one is it oh. no it's a live action it's uh, hold on let me just pull that up. It's from February 27th, 2019. Um, it stars um, Kristen Kirchick, a Canadian. She was in oh. uh, Smallville. She played uh, uh, not oh, Lois Lane, one. but the, the, uh, the real girlfriend from the comics. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Uh, she plays oh. Chung Lee. And you have Neil oh, McDonough yeah. I love playing him. Bison. Chris Klein playing Charlie. You have Michael Clark Duncan playing Balrog. And Black Eyed Peds member Taboo Who? as Vega. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the, uh, yeah. the cast here. Like they're, it's, It seems to be a mainly kind of Asian cast, which you don't mind in a, a kind of a, a martial arts film because that's where it comes from what yeah um the movie they try and keep this story pretty simple it's a fight fight Mm. thing um but they still try and add too much to it instead of keeping it as simple as possible bring your bring your protagonists together in some way it doesn't have to be convoluted have them fight the antagonists uh job done you know i mean with tomb raider it could have been so simple Lara finds a map in a tomb what, that she's raiding, which is a big miss. Finds a map to something she doesn't understand. Goes, finds the thing she doesn't understand. Goes to your man, Jorah Mormont, who tries to then steal it from her. Lara has to steal it back once she understands what it is. Doesn't need exposition. Her Even if they'd left a John Voight bit till the end, without showing the flashbacks, show her motivation for not smashing up that triangle because she knows she can travel through time and bring her father back but only reveal that to us in the last minute do you know what i mean that would have been much better yeah or even even better she's currently she's working kind of, she pulls a somewhat indie job she's working for a university or yeah. a museum finding this thing she comes across 
this map, like you said, the the map for the triangle of turning back time. She's like, oh, this is interesting. She leaves. She brings it to the university. You, your guy, Mormon, is yeah. working at the university. He finds it, realizes what it is, steals it. Then you got... You get you can get a flashback of her dad saying, like, careful of the Illuminati yeah. or some shit like that. And then you get the clock going. And then you just you just have her going kind of like an indie thing, trying to find the thing and moving and really making it a puzzle, like taking the puzzles and trying to make it puzzle based yeah. movie and her trying to s- solve these things. Cause even in the most recent one, it's, it's, she does solve a giant puzzle to get into the, 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 the temple, but it's still kind of, you're looking at, it, you're like, really? Like, this would all have yeah. fallen apart. You're in the middle of the jungle. There's a whole bunch of humidity. Um, none of this would have stayed workable. And you just use <laughs> fucking TNT and it's done. But like inside of it, like make it puzzle based. Like, okay, like Indiana Jones, step on the certain stones so that yeah. you, don't, you don't fall to your death. You know, like, okay, cool. That works. Or, you know, don't cross the beam of light without the sword yeah. flying through your head. Like those things work, and they could have done it that way, but they really just tried to yeah, make too much of a story. Indiana Jones obviously nailed the formula, absolutely nailed it, because that's that's where it started, and you know it's obviously the original and best of these kind of explorer films. Yeah. And I know there's been other ones, like I know those two Nicholas Cage ones, and I didn't see them, but I heard they're not great. National. So oh, the first it? one is pretty okay. good. The national, the first national treasure. Okay, it's well. a fun movie. They're stealing the, the the Declaration of Independence, so you got this kind of fun heist movie. Okay. The second one, not really. They just it's a it's oh. more of a Nick Cage movie. Um, but the first one, I I thoroughly enjoy because it's 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 a Nick Cage film. But you you turn off yeah. your brain and you uh, have that fun. That seems like something I watch. Like I love films like that because of my love of Indiana Jones. That's probably why I hate this so much. Is because. It's not that it's, it's actually, I think it's actually actively trying not to be an Indiana Jones film. Whereas they had to maybe moved in that direction a little bit without completely ripping it off. It possibly would have been better. Like they're making, they're making an, un, an, yeah. an, an uncharted film now with, uh, I think Tom yeah. Holland's in it. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to, I think it's starting to film soon. And instead of being uh, an older version of the character, they're yeah. going with the kid version, which is fair. No problem. They could even do what would be great is um, at the end of the f- the game, the 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 latest game, he's yeah. married and has a kid, and he, you could literally have Nathan Fillion, who is the oh, perfect yeah. Drake. Um, he's the perfect Drake sitting telling the story, and it just yeah. flashes back to to Tom Holland being him, and like boom, you 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 please all the fans that want. Uh, um, Fillion yeah. as Drake, and but you also get Tom Holland, who you know you can boost for at least a dozen yeah. films, probably, if he doesn't kill himself yeah. doing all the stunts. Tom Holland, or as <laughs> may I have a little more my, tea, uh, sir. My eleven-year-old daughter has recently become obsessed with him, Tom Holland, and she hates my Tom Holland impression. I I, I can't see why. Exactly. That was obviously impression. ripped off uh, Nick Mason's, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. 
that's something that exactly, doesn't need to yeah. be discussed. Uh, but but they're also making a Tetris film. You see, I have hope for that because of what they did with Lego. If they make it an animated film, yeah, I'll be fine. But if they make it a live no. action film, it's going to end up being it's like It's going pixels. to be Aliens Invade. Their blocks. You know, I, I, how could you make how could you make a Tetris film actually now that I'm sitting back and thinking about it? How could you make that into a thing? Again, how could you make Lego into a thing? A Lego film into a thing. But I suppose you could build characters out of Lego, but you can't really do that with Tetris. Yeah. No, it's the the object of Tetris is to drop a block that fits in a hole and yeah, it exactly. disappears after. I actually a while. watched a fascinating documentary on the history of Tetris. Which I fell asleep forty minutes into, but the forty minutes must have been. Oh, it was. Must have been was. riveting. Uh, no, it was actually really good. <laughs> I was just tired. And, uh, it was really good, and it was made by some Russian guy because he was bored, or he had a computer that he's after getting a new computer, and he wanted to program a game. So he said he'd do something simple. Uh, like again, I don't know how they're going to make a film out of that, and I'm not going to see it. No. No, okay. one, no one will. Bet you they'll be um, raiding loads of tombs in it and stuff. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they're going to get you. And you have to raid a tomb and then to play Tetris in the tomb or move the blocks in it so that it makes a perfect square. Um, but they're also making uh, a Monster I've Hunter. I've never played game. Monster Hunter, but judging by the, what I've seen of it and the name of it, it looks like it could be something, you know? So I um I was showing a video not video mm. a photo as well as the synopsis. So Monster Hunter takes place okay. in a different world. However, in uh this movie, um a group of UN uh security forces <laughs> Yep, already get fall through a a, a portal into the other world and they have to work together with the hunter to stop the monsters from going okay. into earth it sounds like pacific rim without the robots yeah and it's being directed by okay, paul ws anderson no oh oh wait wait the best part Is guess who's starring wife? in it <laughs> yeah there's a yep. surprise resident evil joe has a the first, Resident the Evil, first one was enjoyable. Good. And I appreciate that they mm-hmm. didn't follow the games exactly. I appreciate that they tried to do something yeah. new. Actually, I would actually prefer that to just then aping the games. Because if you want that story, mm-hmm. play the game. You know, it's designed to be played. Like yeah. design, the story is designed to be digested by playing the game. And uh, yeah, I have Resident Evil, the second one, which I've never seen. Ooh. Uh sitting there which I've been instructed to watch for the past I'd say three months and I still haven't watched it I could have watched it last night but I said I watched Tomb Raider instead <laughs> to Joe's uh, <laughs> joy yeah uh, yeah. I, I, that's, that, you should have given me that one I could, could have watched that one last night and could have killed two birds at once though I don't want to say hey I said whatever movie you <laughs> wanted to do it on you didn't have anything, so I was like, you know what? Let's go with Tomb Raider, and you came back with The Godfather. You you even didn't even suggest Resident was, Evil 2, okay? I was looking at my stack of DVDs, 
and the Godfather is one that sticks out because it's in a big huge box so there's a video game based on that yeah that'll do that'll do but no the game is based on the movie the movie's yeah, not based true. on the game <laughs> yeah. there's a it, the, the story of me getting Tomb Raider is probably more interesting than the Tomb Raider itself I was a uh, <laughs> oh I have to I was this. looking around all the budget shops for it and I had to bring my kids with me so we're going into loads of shops and we went to a place that's about 20 minutes drive from my house just beside where they live because one of the kids said oh, they'll probably have it here so I said great yeah I'll go over and pick it up for you know two euro or whatever we grand so I went in I was looking in the T section for Tomb Raider didn't have it so I said right I'll check the L section for Lara Croft Tomb Raider just in the off chance they have it there didn't have it so no sign of it and the kids are kind of messing around looking around and my uncle says me he's eight he says what's the name of the movie you're looking for I said uh, Tomb Raider and he says I found it and it was a double pack with Aeon Flux for four quid. So I said, right, that'll do. And, uh, then I showed my mate the old Aeon Flux cartoons last night. Hated them. And I, I'm not watching that movie. Don't, don't, don't make me. Don't, don't, don't watch it. Don't watch it. I'm not going to make you. I made you sit through one bad movie. Joe can yeah. make you sit through the other. Um. If he's listening to this, Joe, I'm not doing that. No Aeon Flux. Joe, do it, do it, Joe. Uh, or I'll release oh, the video no. to the world, and you know what oh, video no. I'm talking about. <laughs> There's only one person in the world I don't want to see that video. <laughs> <laughs> well then, maybe I'll use it to blackmail you. Okay, right. yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, Joe. Well, who's going to get in more uh, trouble with this video? Definitely, Joe. you or Joe? Hundred percent, Joe. He will never be allowed to my house again. So this is how you can use it to blackmail Joe not to make you watch it. There you go. I will never be allowed exactly. because I'm the one who filmed it. Exactly. So we'll just keep that on the low. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're coming okay. up to an hour. It's been a fantastic hour. Yeah, it's great to, Derek. to not have to, you know, look at the sound bars and make sure everything's working and produce on the fly. <laughs> I, thought, I was yeah, way yeah, more that, nervous coming in here because... I'm used to doing my own thing, and I was like, "Oh, I better not fuck this up for Phil now. I better like, like put in the, oh, put in maximum effort. You, you can maximum effort, <laughs> exactly. <minuscule> skill results. <laughs> no, um, I want to thank you, Derek, for coming on uh, and being a guest, and thank you for putting yourself through the uh, horrors that was Yay. Tomb Raider." <laughs> No problem at all. <laughs> but at least at least you got to watch a great movie afterwards. Um, I want to, again, thank you for uh, showing me some pubs and offering to show me more pubs next time I'm in Ireland, which, to tell you the truth, I'm really probably going to yeah. do it as soon as possible. Um, make sure it's on a Friday so Joe exactly, can at least yeah. enjoy some as well. And and not I'll, be take, an adult. I'll, I'll take you off the beaten track um, as well. Like, I mean, the middle of ooh, nowhere. even better. Like you get stared at as soon as you walk in, kind of pub. If it was in if it was in America, it'd be I've like done. a saloon with a saloon doors. So funny enough, there has been an, uh, a time mm. that that's happened to me. While I was in the states, uh, I was it was just after a hockey game. I was in Boston, walked in with my team's jersey, the Montreal Canadiens, who are bitter rivals mm. with the Boston Bruins. Walked into a pub full of Boston Bruin fans. And like it, 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 like record scratch, <laughs> stop, 
everyone just like turned towards me and I saw another I, in in the sea of black and gold I saw a red jersey and I beelined it to it luckily it wasn't <laughs> a Patriots jersey but a Habs jersey so I befriended him and chilled with him for a bit then bounced yeah. to another bar um, for safety that was closer <laughs> to where the police were um, <laughs> you, you can't back away from that then you've walked into the situation it's like I can't walk out now yeah. I can't show any signs of weakness so yeah no, you you have to just steer into that skid, and I did. Um, two of my buddies bailed, uh, but one stayed <laughs> yeah. with me, so I was luckily at, at least somewhat back up. But yes, I want to thank you again for coming on. I'm going to give you this opportunity to promote uh, the Lazy Dads podcast, so tell them everything you want, uh, your spiel, anything you need to let them know. Cheers, so Phil. The uh, yeah, we're the Lazy Dads podcast, and myself and Joe discuss movies, Joe has like an encyclopedic knowledge where I don't really watch anything or really give a shit. And that's pretty much it. So I just kind of try and crack wise as much as possible. So that's pretty much it. Oh, where can they uh, Sorry, yeah, you can get us on podcast. Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, Podbean. We're on YouTube for some reason. Uh, if you like listening to podcasts on YouTube, which I don't, but it's there if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't we, understand it either. We, we, just word of warning: we swear a lot. I mean, a lot on that. So it's well. You, from what I understand, you guys are Irish, and apparently yes, the Irish have we foul have the foulest mouths. of mouths. But yeah, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure being here today, and it's again like I really appreciate you to give me the time and airspace to air my controversial views. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome. Uh, all the links, guys, for Derek and Joe's podcast, Lazy Boy, uh, Lazy Dad's podcast, will be on the show notes in the show notes below. Uh, of course, you can find us here at the Feel Better Show. Always just search us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube. We're on YouTube too, but we we don't just have a, a plain vid- video. We actually you can see our beautiful faces at times, but also on Twitter and all those places. Just search uh, Feel Better Show. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share this with a friend. Um, I want to thank Derek again for staying up so late because it is so late for him. He's a, he's a lazy dad, so he has to get his <laughs> sleep when he can. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but, but, guys, thank you again for listening. Thank you, Derek, okay. for coming on. Um, go see a movie, guys. <laughs>